I openly declare and bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the true and final messenger from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amma ba'd فقد قال سبحانه وتعالى في كتاب العزيز بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم شهد الله أنه لا إله إلا هو والملائكة وأولو العلم قائما بالقسط لا إله إلا هو العزيز الحكيم أهلا وسهلا ومرحبا بكم to the voice of the Cape and the honorable listeners of the voice of the Cape. We draw our attention to Surah Ali Imran, ayah number 18, and we see a testification from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Shahid Allahu annahu la ilaha illa huwa wal malaika. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala testifies that there is no other God, there is no other ilah, there is no other Rabb except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His malaika and His angels, وَأُولُوا ilmi And those endowed with knowledge, قَائِمًا بِالْقِسْتِ قَائِمًا بِالْقِسْتِ That they are people that stand for justice. La ilaha illa huwa al-azizul hakim. There is none but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and is the all-powerful and all-wise. Alhamdulillahi alladhi tafradu bilbiqah wa kataba ala yabadihi al-fanah ja'ala al-dunya dar imtihan wa abtila wal-akhira dar na'im aw shaqa bila amad wal antiha. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is internal and Allah ta'ala had ascribed to his creation that they would pass on this dunya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who had made this dunya, had made this earth a place of test and trial and the akhirah would be a place of na'im. A place of sit back and relax and enjoy what Allah had granted you or had created for you for the dunya, uh, in the Jannah. Or it can be a miserable place that has no end for those who are disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in the hadith, La ilaha illallah inna lil la saqarat. There is no God but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but wallahi in death there is difficulty. 
So no doubt, Jamaat al-Muslimin, today, while we have the radio station here, I want to dedicate my khutbah to those ulama that have passed on and the great position that they have kept in our communities, whether it be local, national or international, but that the legacy of ulama and their position by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and their legacy within the community would never die, and should never die. There is no doubt. Mawt al-ulama, when ulama pass on, this is great importance. It is calamity, it is affliction, because every time a person, when their role is a great role within the community, when the effect on us is great, then the calamity is greater when we lose our ulama. But it is the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that all shall taste death. There is no escape, there is no flight, there is lamafar to anybody in terms of death. But it is undoubtedly at the same time that when an ordinary person passes on, their absence are felt by their families and their loved ones around them. They seek Allah Ta'ala for rahmah for the person, make dua for maghfirah. But there is a difference between such a person and our ulama al-ajillah when they leave the dunya, when these luminaries leave the dunya. When they leave the dunya with an ocean of knowledge that people as benefited from their knowledge, benefited from their fatawa, where they have come and taught us that we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with knowledge, with insight, when we interact with one another and how we interact according to the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the legacy of ulama can never be forgotten. If you were to ask, what is it that we lose when an alim passes on? We lose a great thing, Jamaat al-Muslimin. The death of an alim is a vacuum in Islam that would never be able to be filled again. Mawt al-ulama laysa ka mawt ayu ahadin. The death of an alim is not like the death of any other person. Because there is a special honorable lineage between ulama and the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There is a, 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 a lineage and I ask you, when we all speak about our lineage, is there a more honorable lineage when you have a lineage to the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? There is no more honorable knowledge than that. And what does Allah Ta'ala say about our ulama and myself, Jamaat al-Muslim, not talking about myself. I consider myself a student. I'm talking about those people 
who have brought nur to us, who have enlightened us, who have taught us. The Nabi والسلام, makes them part of the Nabi والسلام, when the Nabi والسلام, says, Al ulama hum waratatul anbiya. That the ulama are the inheritors of the anbiya. So they inherit from the Nabi والسلام, a testification from the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So when an alim dies, then it means one of the inheritors of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has passed on a life that the Nabi والسلام, puts as you cannot put a value to it. You cannot put a value to it. When that kind of person passes on, it is a musibah. It is a calamity. That's why Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu passed on, one of the Sahaba Sa'id ibn Zayd radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he was crying profusely, crying immensely. And then he was asked, Ma you pika ya bal-a'war? Why are you crying? And he says, listen to his answer. He says, Alal Islam abki. I cry for Islam. Inna maut umr, thulma l-Islam, thulma la turtak ila yawm al-qiyamah. He says that the death of Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Sayyidina Umar, has left such a wide crevice, such a big gap. This gap will never be able to be mended. You can't mend it until the day of Yawm al-Qiyamah. We have not only lost when we leave, lose our great ulama, that we lose only the inheritors of the name. We lose people where a title of being just is attributed to them by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We lose people, and you see this whole happening over centuries, that protects the deen of Allah ta'ala, prevents anybody from coming up with any distortions. Coming up with any interpretations that gives a wrong interpretation to the deen of Islam. The Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam emphasizes that. يَرِثُ هَذَا الْعِلْمَ مِنْ كُلِّ خَلَفٍ عُدُولُهُ This knowledge of this deen will be inherited by people that will come that are just people. يَنْفُونَ عَنْهُ تَأْوِيلَ الْجَاهِلِينَ They will refute these claims, these interpretations of the jahileen, of these in, in, uh, ignorant people. وَانْتِحَالَ الْمُبْتِلِينَ And the undue claims that people that are making all these false statements against Islam. وَتَحْرِيفَ الْغَالِبِينَ رواه البيهاكي. And they will prevent the distortions that come from extremists. And today we live in a zaman where we see extremist statements being made in the name of Islam. What is it that this ulama had brought? They didn't bring us a piece of the dunya. They didn't bring us a piece of the dunya, Jamaatul Muslimin. But they had taught us knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and that is what makes them big in our eyes. They didn't live for themselves, but they lived for the community. They lived to teach the community, and how many of us can remember of our ulama that have passed on on how people will so today will speak about my sheikh has taught me that our maulana has taught us that our imam has taught us that and all of that is remembered because they had sacrificed for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaching people guiding people to the true deen to the deen of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's why al-imam ahmad ibn hanbal rahimahullah he says that those ulama that they have yad'una man dalla ila al-huda those who have gone astray they have brought them back to guidance and they had set in perseverance for those who had tried to bring harm to them those who were alive but were dead in terms of their deen they had brought them to life they had given insight bi nurillah subhanahu wa ta'ala they had given insight to those have given sight to those who have been blind those whom shaitan has led off the path how many a time have a person come and says you know what when i listen to that alim allahu akbar i changed allah ta'ala placed nur on their tongues and affected the hearts of people and they spent their lives jamaat muslimin in that so therefore it is a right for the ummah to be said when an alim passes on to cry when an alim passes on because of the great impact allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and you must listen to the tafsir of abdullah ibn abbas on this ayah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Holy Quran Awalam yaraw anna na'ti al-arda nanqusuha min atrafiha To understand the ayah in English would simply mean don't they take note don't they see that we reduce this earth from its borders Now if you were to listen you probably won't understand what what, what does that mean Ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhu was the sahabi that the nabi alayhi salatu wasalam had made dua allahumma faqihu fi ad-din wa 'allimhu at-ta'wil oh allah grant him understanding in deen he says that the meaning of the ayah is that the dunya will go into destruction and there will be havoc bi mawti ulama'iha by the death of ulama as they go on We are always sad when our ulama and pious people leave the dunya. But you know what brings tranquility to the heart when you see that there is a janaza of an alim and people are in their droves. People are in their masses for the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. for these people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had granted that high status you see that the roads are full the masajid has got no more place people are on the outside and you hear the cries of people and the grief of people when their sheikh or their beloved alim has passed on 
They come hoping to give that last farewell. Hoping to get a last glimpse. Jamaat al-Muslimin, are they there because the man has status? Are they there because the man has got a position in the dunya? No. They do not gather because it's a rich person. They gather because of love for that alim. They gather in the young and the old, the poor and the rich because it is knowledge that is being cut off. We have seen so many in our history of our ulama that have passed on. Today you will hear that our older people, they will speak about those who have passed on. You remember the janazah of this one and the road? Take the janazah of Al-Imam Harun Rahimahullah. You know how the roads were fold? We cannot lose the legacy, Jamaat al-Muslimin. We cannot lose the legacy of our ulama that have passed on. These are awliya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala places love for them in the hearts of people. Allah ta'ala says, Surah Maryam, ayah number 96. Inna ladhina amanu wa amilu salihati that those people who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they do salih deeds, righteous deeds, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts love in the hearts of the believers for them. No, verily, not all of them that love their ulama that miss the ulama are students of the sheikh. Not all of them are friends of him. Not all of them even know him. Not all of them are family of him. But that mahabbah and that acceptance Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places in the hearts for these awliya. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does that and people accept and people are affected by them. In actual fact, one wants to say that the death of an alim is the last dars for the community. It is the dars of death. The dars of death is the last dars of an alim. Jamaat al-Muslimin, like we said, it is not because of the status. It is not because they have come there because of position. It is not because of anything else except that they had sacrificed for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Except that they have come with their knowledge to the community. Except that they had... Can you imagine in the time when people had been sent to the Cape and the ulama that were working with the people encouraging them when others were looking at them and saying these people we must get rid of. These people are satanic. They want to put up a masjid. When the churches of that time all came together to the governor and said, we cannot allow that kind of thing. Can you imagine the sacrifices that has gone through? In terms 
of where we sit today. In terms of where we sit so comfortable today, that today we can proudly say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, through the sacrifice and the efforts of our lama that have passed on, we now sit with a great deal of Muslim scholars. A great deal of Muslim scholars, Jabat Muslimin. And they didn't get there by nothing, except that they had worked in their communities. They had sacrificed their lives. And how many times have we heard from the families, you know what? Was there for Buya Baya Hussini? Buya was my Bisakhavis in the community. And today, I want to use the opportunity to honor those ulama, those imams, those khalifas that have sacrificed in for our sake. Those people who sat there day and night when we came and we came to recite. And as any lesser Kennedy, then say, but I pray, Masat Maramiklong, Makma via farm, which in a Makma via farm. If you didn't know your lesson, you would have the sacrifice with you. And Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, today we make dua that Allah Ta'ala grant all those that have protected the deen of Islam at the furthest point of Africa, Jamaat al Muslimin. Can you imagine how far we are from Mecca and how far we are from Al Madina Al Munawwara? But the Muslim community of Cape Town is seen as the best minority Muslims in the world. That has come through sacrifice. That has come through hard work. And that is how we need to honor. One of the things that I am proud to say, this masjid, everybody knows that masjid's name is Husami. And it comes from a sheikh, Sayyid Husamuddin. And the masjid honors the sheikh every year to have a dhikr and dua for the sheikh. And this is how we must keep up, Jamaat Muslimin, on those luminaries that had been within our midst. كلما اقترب العبد من الله تعالى كلما اقتربت منه القلوب Every time we come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you see how people will love you more and every time when we move away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then we see how people move away from us we make dua that Allah ta'ala make us that we continue we are the people of the Zaman. We are the Muslims of the Zaman. And we have to keep up high, Jamaat Muslimin, the deen of Islam, the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the nur of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And from the tip of Africa, we need to show the world, you want to know Islam? Ahlan wa sahlan. We are the Ummah of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we will put into practice on how a Muslim should live and how a Muslim should follow the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all of the muttaqin. Wa min al-muhsinin. Wa min ibadi salihin. Jamaat al-Muslimin. Allow me the opportunity now to invite you to a symposium of an alim that was also, one could say, almost lost. You admire him so because it was an alim that stood up when it appeared that government didn't take note of the people anymore. When the social problems and ills of the community were no more noted by government, this alim stood up and he felt that he is going to educate his community, but everything is going to be min nahiyatil Quran, from the point of Quran. And went out to his community and said, we will bridge the gap between studying science or the science of the world and studying the Quran of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bridge that gap between what is seen today as academia and what is seen as people of deen on one side. And every time he approached social ills, he would advise people, go die of the Qur'an. And that has led him to bang heads with the governments of the day. And he was incarcerated and came out and so on. And his life story. But the thing that I wish to invite everybody, our honorable listeners and everybody in the masjid today, is the writings of a person by the name of Badi'u Zaman Sayyid Nursi. An alim, a faqih, a mufassir, a sufi, a person that had attached himself to the community that he went to go stay in the village so that he may teach his community. When we speak about Badi'u Zaman, then it means the light of the period. But what was so amazing of this alim that was born in 1876, is his tafsir that he wrote is called Risa'il al-Nur. Has relevance, has relevance for us today. Relevance for the social ills and the social problems that we face today. Whenever there was a social problem, he would take it to the Qur'an and he would take and educate the people via the Qur'an. Remedy the situation via the Holy Qur'an. So therefore, the Muslim Judicial Council, together with Waqful Khairat of Turkey, have put together that so that we may benefit in what the Sheikh has written for our times in where we live in today. And the difficulties that we find and how governments is being approached and things like that. That symposium is taking, is taking place on Saturday at the Islamia Auditorium. It starts at 9 o'clock and we are hoping that the community will come and still benefit from all the mother have passed on. Sometimes one only gets a one-time opportunity and you get enlightened. 
and you get a way to take forward for the issues and the problems that we find within our communities, one finds in that. So inshallah ta'ala, we invite everybody to come and attend that symposium on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock at Islamia, inshallah ta'ala. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَنَا أَنِ الْحَمْدَ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ couple of notices uh, from the masjid side. There is one call that I wish to make. And if there's one thing about this Muslim community of South Africa, and specifically the Western Cape, when there is a need, we rush to help for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jamaatul Muslimin, there is a great need coming in our country in terms of people suffering without water. While we have the ease of opening the taps, there are people in the rural areas that are having a very tough time with water. So therefore, this is my first call, and inshallah ta'ala, next week we will more emphasize on that, that we come out in our droves to assist and we will put this water project on the road insha'Allah ta'ala it, it has been started it's not going to be the first it has been started before but it has not been enough people are still suffering because of water shortages and we make dua that you would able to assist in that regard insha'Allah ta'ala but for that we will do next week insha'Allah ta'ala it is such an important call and it is such a dire need that the Muslim Judicial Council has also come in and said we must appeal to our masajid. We must appeal to help. And inshallah ta'ala we will do that. Amin ya rabbal alameen. Jamaatul Muslimin, from our masjid, the notices first. We will be making dua for all of the sick. And amongst them is Shukur Chogle, Wasima Parker, Sadiqa Sayyid, and all those that are sick, Allah Ta'ala grant them all shifa. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Those who have passed on, amongst them is uh, Ashraf Hussein Hurzuk, Muhammad Amin Muqaddam from Zimbabwe. And all those that have passed on, Allah Ta'ala grant them all jannatul firdaus. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Those who have responded to the tickets, of the masjid's uh, breakfast, Jazakumullah Khair al Jazah. And those have responded to my call as the Imam for tickets for the poor people, Jazakumullah Khair al Jazah. I have received the tickets and have received more tickets. So if there's any in our audience amongst our community that wish to attend and they cannot afford, please feel free to come to me now after Jummah, inshallah ta'ala. Um, Jamaat al-Muslimin, there is one thing that I want to appeal, and I'm, I hope I'm, I'm still on the radio. And that is that sometimes in our madaris, we find the children into the madrasa, but the parents cannot afford for them to pay the madrasa fees. And one wants to put your hand out and ask the community, please come forward. In our madrasa alone, there is approximately 20 children that cannot afford. And I'm sure it's happening in many of the madaris around Cape Town. So we make an appeal to your honorable selves. Make an investment for the Akhirah. 
make an investment for when you sit or you're in your cover one day or you come the day of your malqiyam and you say, Ya Allah, where does all this good come from? This comes from the child that you have paid the madrasa fees. That you have paid the fees to learn. So we are appealing to the community to come forward and give a donation for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those children who cannot afford, for those parents who cannot afford. But if there's one thing we're not going to do, we will never refuse them the education. We will never refuse them to learn the deen of Allah Ta'ala, the sunnah of the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So those who can manage inshallah Ta'ala, please come forward to myself or any of the committee members and inshallah Ta'ala, we see that that gap be filled. Jazakumallah khair al-jazah. Then Jabhat Muslimin, we've also been asked, um, there's one other special appeal that I want to make. Um, if there's one thing that we try very hard, uh, and from the Muslim Judicial Council we move all the time and it falls under my office, try that our schools accommodate the dress code so that our children can dress Islamically. And they are protected in the environment that they are. And so we have gone and written to many schools and Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, our community have gone on to the governing bodies and they could explain in a good way and it has been accepted. So therefore again we want to appeal. There is one brother that has asked me in the Boston Primary School also wants to bring about the hijab for the girls. This brother has a nine-year-old daughter and feels that his daughter must wear a scarf and a pants and we always want to be there to make sure that our children are protected. So if these other parents at the Boston Primary School also, they feel that they want to have the children dressed Islamically, then please come forward so that we can put our request forward, inshallah ta'ala. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَنَا أَنِ الْحَمْدِ اللَّهِ رَبِّ الْأَوْمَ Oh, we'll do this thing tonight, inshallah ta'ala. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَنَا أَنِ الْحَمْدِ اللَّهِ رَبِّ الْأَلَمِينَ وَالسَّلَامُ عَلَيْكُمْ وَرَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ